almost heaven West Virginia Blue Ridge Mountain Something something a river I hope you guys appreciate my singing that. Took a lot of effort, but there is a reason why I started singing that song. I wonder if you guys can figure it out. I'll give you a sec. Any idea? Well, the story today actually comes out of West Virginia and is folklore in West Virginia. And if you don't know, I am really excited for this episode and we're going to minimize the intro today and kind of dive straight on. So, you know the usual links if you want to get in touch. It's That Haunted Show pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or if you want to email, thathauntedshow at gmail.com. So, without further ado, let's get in. Now, this episode, I am really excited for. It was kind of a bit hit or miss on the Instagram, as we did a poll, and it lost quite hard. I put him up against uh, the Wendigo. And the Wendigo, well, the Wendigo kicked his ass. And then, so we did the episode on the Wendigo, which went down really well. Like, you guys really enjoy the Wendigo, so hopefully you'll so hopefully you'll enjoy this episode as much. But I did another recent poll, and I put him up against the Loch Ness Monster. And, well, he kicked Loch Ness's ass hard. And of course, if you follow the show's Insta, you know exactly what this episode is going to be on. It is the Mothman, so let me introduce you to my favourite creepy little cryptid. There is a reason, of course, why we started with Country Roads, because like the song, Mr. Moth is based in West Virginia, in a place called Point Pleasant, to be precise, which sounds like an amazing place. Like, the places around here sound so boring, but man, Point Pleasant it just sounds like a nice place to live, right? Well, aside from the giant hybrid man-moth creature thing, yeah, maybe not actually, hmm. Still, it'd be cool to say you live there, though. The first mainstream sighting of this creature goes all the way back to 1966, which is an awesome year for many reasons. England actually won the World Cup for the first time, and only time since. And, yeah, I probably should have looked this up more. Um, I'm just looking at facts. Uh, the average cost of a house is £14,000, or $14,000. Yeah, this website's American, so. Well, damn, my deposit on a house is looking to be double that. Jesus. <laughs> What the hell? Uh, gas per gallon was 62 cents. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of bad news, actually. A lot of disasters. But, hey, the miniskirt came out that year, so, hey, we can be thankful for that. So, during the cold winter's night, on exactly November the 15th, two young couples who were residents of the Point Pleasant area, a Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallette. Man, such 60s names. Definitely old people's names. I know, I swear the 60s, it doesn't even sound that far away yet. It's so long. Like, we're in 2020. That is... That's so long ago. Like, the 60s came out with such good music and stuff like that. And, like, the whole kind of hippie culture and the dropping acid. <laughs> but, yeah, it was so long ago. Jesus. Anyway, so the story goes as follows. They were driving just outside of town in an area known as the TNT area, which is actually the site of a previous World War II munitions plant. They stated that they saw a large human figure, but with 10-foot wings. Which I'm not quite sure if that was 10 foot each wing, so, or like 10 foot wingspan in total, because, man, that sounds massive. Imagine some literally like ripped 200 pound dude flying at you. I'd definitely be piecing the head out. So, yeah, that's either a 20 foot wingspan or a 10 foot wingspan, which I don't, I don't even know why we're considering it. Either way, that is pretty terrifying. So, aside from the large figure, they said it had a very ominous feature. It had glowing red eyes, and that was the part that made them feel really uncomfortable. Are these people crazy? Like, not the fact you saw some dude fly, but yeah, you comprehend that, but the red eyes, you'll draw the line at. Hmm. Yeah, nutcases. <laughs> like, you can kind of comprehend dealing with flying people, but red eyes? Nope. Fair. I mean, it gets to take all sorts. During the following days, there was an onslaught of people reporting similar sightings all around the town. 
Even two firemen who saw it said it was like, just like a bird with these glowing red eyes. Now, I really hope I can make it through this next part sensibly and without losing it because I had to Google it so many times just to make sure that it was actually real. Right, so here we go. The sheriff of Mason County, a George Johnson, commented that he believed the sightings were due to this unusually large heron that he named... <laughs> are you ready? You'll enjoy this. He named a shite poke. A shit... A sh... Shit poke or shite poke. So, it's a good name, right? Look it up. It's real, I promise you. Very creative people over in Mason County, damn. Another contractor named Newell Partridge told Mr. Johnson that when he aimed his torch at the creature in a nearby field, its eyes glows red like bicycle reflectors, and it made, and he blamed the buzzing noise that it followed it on his television set. So not to mention the fact that his German Shepherd dog actually went missing during this time this creature was about. Now, a German Shepherd is not small by any means. They can be huge. They're beautiful dogs, man. Again, I know I go on about Fallout a lot, but you have dog meat in Fallout, and he's lovely. <laughs> I love German Shepherds. I I love all dogs, but anyway, getting back to it, they're, they're lovely dogs, and you get like the police trained ones, and oh my god, like they're gonna take you out and pin you down until someone gets there. Like, you do not want to mess with them. So, after all these stories started circling around the town, of course, everyone was freaking out about this winged man flying about, stealing dogs, and making, baby, and making people's TVs go static. So, they got an, an expert, Robert L. Smith, who worked as a professor at West Virginia University. And he stated that the sightings all sound very similar to that of a sandhill crane. Now again, I googled this bird and have posted pictures on the Instagram. And well, someone needs to sack this dude seriously. Like, because there's quite a large difference between some hench flying dude compared to the skinny ass crane with a bit of red on the very top of its head. Another contradiction is that the sandhill crane is not meant to be around this area, which he believed that it was lost and wandered out of its migration route. Now this bird was seen around the time and people had noticed it, but they weren't calling the police because, because they saw a weird lanky redhead bird. There's quite a difference between a flying person and a weird little bird, right? So, yeah, just, just a little thought, maybe, maybe not. After the December the 15th in 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed which actually caused the death of 46 people. The incident itself gave rise to the legend that is the Mothman, and the Mothman is somehow connected to the bridge's collapse. Now, we could definitely do a whole episode here, because there was a lot of strange and unexplained happenings at the collapse of Silver Bridge. People have been calling up with ample reports of sightings of this weird creature, and it's said that the Men in Black actually arrived at this bridge to investigate. Now, whether you believe it or not, the Men in Black is a whole other thing entirely. Now, they are a creepy bunch who may or may not be human, are they just super high up professionals or something possibly extraterrestrial? Who actually knows at this point? There's so much speculation about it and no classified topics or cases have ever come out of it. Before we move on, there was this whole kind of theory that if you saw the Mothman, it was seen as a bad omen. Like, if you saw this creature, it was going to be bad news is going to happen and it's going to be happening soon. Now, I'm not even... Now, I'm not even going to try and pronounce this newspaper because it's in Russian and Jesus Christ, I have no idea even where to start. It all just looks like symbols. So apologies if we've got any Russian listeners. I actually think we may have one or they've listened to a episode. It's on my analytics or so. <laughs> Thank you for listening, but I cannot, I can't read your language and I definitely cannot speak it. So I have no idea, but this paper in Russian, it claims that UFOology, I can never pronounce this, UFOology. You, 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 UFOologists, UFO, ufologists, ufologists. Is it is it ufologists? Do you not like UFO it? I, I don't know. Let me know. 
So, ufologists in... <laughs> God, I can't speak today. Great. Uh, basically, these UFO experts in the area claim they had spotted the Mothman just before the Russian apartment bombings in 1999. Now, again, was this a bad omen foreshadowing a terrible event? Who knows, but it's definitely a creepy coincidence. There is definitely a lot of information out there about people kind of having these kind of vents and stuff like that where they can't quite explain it and they kind of have weird premonitions and stuff like that. So it's it's definitely a weird one. Premonitions are definitely a thing. Like I remember hearing a lot about the whole kind of 9-11. People seem to have them a, a lot about like big disasters. It's kind of like it has such a big kind of negative impact and or negative energy in the area or something like that, that leading up to it that people are aware of it and they're kind of fine-tuned into it and kind of have these premonitions and kind of have warnings and stuff like that. I know uh, also with the tsunami, I believe, was it 2004, the tsunami in like, Indonesia and stuff like that? Uh, a lot of people had premonitions back then. It it definitely seems like it's a, it's a common occurrence and like I said, it might be some kind of negative energy kind of manifesting itself and making people experience all these things or even in terms of like a guardian angel or something like that or a, a guardian spirit or so, something whatever you believe in maybe that could be something that, that's warning you giving the giving you these vibes and maybe helping you in your dreams to maybe realize something that is actually going to happen and you should probably watch out so now this is a term i really like a folklorist now i didn't know this was a natural job or title but it sounds amazing, right? Imagine your job is diving into folklore and educating others about it. Wait, am I? Nah. Well, shit. Just call me a folklorist. Hi, my name's Lewis. I'm a folklorist and welcome to that haunted show. You know what? I might start every intro like that. This folklorist named Jan Harold Bravand notes that the Mothman himself was, has widely been covered in the press because he is linked to a lot of UFO sightings as well as claiming that this military storage site that old TNT area that I mentioned earlier is the Mothman's home. Ah, oh, so he's got himself a nice little derelict man cave. Good for him. He might even have a little moth wife and babies. Who knows? I hope he does. I hope he's living his best life. <laughs> in Bravan's notes, he records an actual amount of reports of, of supposed sightings in 1966 to the 67 era. And it seems like there are a lot more reports made than were stated. At least 100 people saw the Mothman and countless others who were afraid to even report their own sightings in fear of seeming crazy. So it really is worrying. It was a lot more happened during that time and it just seemed like it was kind of covered up, which is really unfortunate. People should be able to speak out about these experiences. But again, it was the 60s and way back then you it was a lot. People were more narrow minded and not as open to weird kind of supernatural happenings and stuff like that and of course this cryptid was really gaining momentum and i guess people really decided they didn't want to believe in whereas now the mothman is amazing like i love to meet the mothman <laughs> well actually i probably wouldn't like he sounds pretty terrifying uh Bravand also found that the mothman phenomena had a lot of things in common with much older folk tales suggesting that maybe something real had triggered the actual scares and became entwined with today's existing folklore he also recorded that the Mothman had a type in a way. He was mainly attacking or making himself seen by teenagers in parked cars. Now, we all know what teenagers are doing in parked cars. Maybe he was just a bit of a voyeur looking for a moth bitch. <laughs> who knows? Maybe he got one. Maybe he's got a moth wife now. Maybe, who knows? He could be making like hybrid moth humans. Well, actually, he was already a mo hybrid moth human. I don't know. If the Mothman's got kids, good for him. 
And also, this was in the 60s. Who knows how long Mothmans... Mothmans? Moth, moth people? Who knows how long moth people live? I don't know. There has been sightings recently, actually, so maybe he is still around. Who knows? But it'd be interesting, nevertheless. Yeah, I'd like to say he's still here. I can't prove it, of course, but... It's nice to think he's still around and kicking and flying. <laughs> or maybe it's his kid all grown up now. I mean, the 60s, they're a long time ago, so it could be Mothman Jr. <laughs> now, of course, there are many experts trying to prove that the Mothman did not exist, trying to point the finger at anything they could to try and just keep the peace, and they blamed everything from helium balloons to barn owls. Yet, nothing was nowhere near close. The bit that made me laugh is that they stated that people who called up and made these statements were the kind of people who believed in the paranormal. Well, yeah. No shit. Your average Joe who doesn't believe in anything is just going to rationalise it, right? And don't get me wrong, it, it, it's good to rationalise and try and make sense of some things, but sometimes you need a broad mind to kind of... to really know what the hell is going on and what you actually saw. Because if you're narrow-minded, you kind of... you rationalise things, and you hear bumps in the night and you're like, oh, it's just the house settling now. There's the house settling, and then there's noises and unexplained things and things moving you're like oh maybe i didn't put it there when you know in the back of your mind you definitely put something there like hmm there's a, a fine line between rationality and realizing you've got a problem there's something supernatural going on and maybe get some help many pseudoscience professionals claim that the mothman himself was actually an alien a supernatural manifestation or previously unknown species of animal in the 1975 book by John Keep, The Mothman Prophecies, he claimed that the Point Pleasant residents had experienced some strange kind of precognitions, including premonitions of the collapse of Silverbridge itself, like we mentioned earlier. Also, many unidentified flying objects, sightings, visits from a human, or the appearance of the men in black, and various other phenomena. Now, Point Pleasant is straight up haunted, right? Either the government is doing some crazy experiment on them, or the Mothman is seriously messing them up and causing all this stuff. Either way, I believe it, man. That's why it's got such an awesome name. What's the law you in? It's a trap. Don't fall for it, guys. Point Pleasant sounds nice. Oh yeah, I'll move there. Well, don't. There's a Mothman, there's men in black, there's bridges collapsing, there's demonic activity, there's ghosts. I, I don't have proof for the last two bits, but that stuff happens. Don't do it. <laughs> Now here are some cool little facts which I thought was amazing. In the town of Point Pleasant, they actually hold an annual Mothman festival, which started all the way back in 2002, which was actually when I was in the States. So yeah, I missed it. Damn it. I don't know. I don't actually know on a map where West Virginia actually is because I'm stupid and in England you don't get taught anything about America. But if it's anywhere near Seattle, I don't think it is or anywhere close. I'm probably well off. I was near. I could have seen the Mothman. Damn. <laughs> so the festival finally came around because they were trying to figure out ways to increase tourism to the area itself. Well, I'm sure a giant cryptid who flies will definitely do the job. And luckily, there's enough crazy like-minded people in this world who actually went and enjoyed it. And it worked really well, cementing in a local legacy to the town itself. Now, the town has an average attendance of 10 to 12,000 people who visit the town purely just to see Mothman-related things or investigate the Mothman because it actually has exhibits and there's even a Mothman museum, which is amazing. I think I stated this earlier about a recent Mothman sighting. And literally, this is quite recent. As of June 2020, there is a petition to replace all the Confederate statues with statues of the Mothman. Now, as of right now, the petition has gained thousands of signatures, which is amazing. I'll definitely be signing that if I can. <laughs> if you have to be an American citizen. Well, 
all you American listeners, you definitely should vote that because, damn, we need Mothman statues. <laughs> there actually already is a Mothman statue, though, which I looked up, and man, the mayor of the town is literally posing with the thing. Like, it, 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 I love this place. It sounds so good. <laughs> like, the mayor is actually posing with a cryptid, a statue of a cryptid, which... It's just iconic. That stuff would never happen around here. Could you imagine Boris Johnson standing with a picture of... I don't really know any cryptids locally around here in England. I mean... Alright, who's that? Um, who's the Scottish minister? And could you imagine, like, Nicholas Sturgeon posing with Loch Ness? <laughs> with a Loch Ness statue? That would be iconic, man. So, and of course, there's so many memes of the Mothman statue uh, and his perky little bum. Which is ridiculous, but it's so good, man. There also is a guy who recently uh, took a picture of the Mothman, and it's probably the best picture of the creature. Now, this was in 2016, and it looks pretty clear, and you can clearly see the outline of the creature itself, the figure, the shape. It, it, it's human. It has these wings and stuff like that. And uh, the, the guy got interviewed. He wanted to stay anonymous, but he didn't even know about the legend of the Mothman and was only in Point Pleasant for work. So he had no idea. He was just doing some fishing in the local area. Now this this guy swears it isn't edited and wanted to remain and wanted to remain anonymous, like it said. So fair enough. But looking at the guy, he doesn't look too tech savvy. He was just out there fishing, man. He got this picture. Don't judge a book by its cover. He could be like some photo editing wizard. If so, hit me up. I need some help. <laughs> Getting back to the Mothman Museum, though, it's a real thing and it looks amazing. So I'm on their website now, and here's a small excerpt from their website. See the, see the largest collection... <laughs> I don't know why I really want to do this in a broadcast voice. See the largest collections of memorabilia from the movie The Mothman Prophecies in a town where the Mothman sightings and encounters actually occurred. Read rare and historical... <laughs> I can't do it for this whole... <laughs> I can't do it for this whole article. Read rare historical documents from the Mothman eyewitnesses themselves documenting what they experienced on that fateful night in November 5th, 1966. See rare historical press clippings and photographs of the Silver Bridge disaster. Learn more about historical figureheads of the, of the Mothman legacy like John Keel, Mary Heyer, and the Scarberry and Mallette eyewitnesses. There is plenty here to be discovered. Research and uncover the truth for yourself. <laughs> Adults, $4.50. Kids, 10 and under, £1.50. We accept Visa, MasterCard, and cash. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I love it. I want to go. So, if you're interested and want to go to the Mothman Museum, it looks like it's open now. Obviously, be safe, wear a mask, do what you can. But it is mothmanmuseum.com. So, that definitely sounds amazing. Imagine having a crypto museum around here. It, it's just something that would never, like, ever happen. So, I was I was looking at this website, and it, it's amazing. It, it has this feature called Mothcam, right? Which, I was like, no way. This Is this going to be, like, sightings and stuff like that? But, no. It's actually a live feed of the statue. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding here. I, I, I don't know what was going on. I clicked on there and, and watched this live stream. And there was one, one, over, <laughs> and there was one other viewer which <laughs> who I actually spoke to. It was an amazing old lady who was having a one-way conversation with the statue. <laughs> now, this literally made my day. Now, I'm going to leave the link uh, in the show notes because... If you haven't been there or anything like that, you should definitely check it out if you're local and let me know because it, it looks really good. Uh, I looked at pictures of the museum as well. There's so much going on there. So if you do actually go there, like, let me know because I'm really intrigued. We get nothing like that in the UK. 
I know people say, oh yeah, but there's so many haunted places and stuff like that. Yeah, there is, but there's a lot of skepticism and hauntings. I obviously because I'm in like a paranormal community, right? This is my bread and butter. This is who I speak to all the time. I don't know what it's like in the states because I'm just speaking to paranormal lovers from the states. Not you, just average Joe or Janet, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it just feels that you guys over the pond really embrace it a lot more than anyone in England. People kind of like to really rationalise it and be more scientific and organised here. It's it's boring, man. I'd love to have a museum for some crazy cryptid. It would be amazing. Although, in saying that, I know we had the whole kind of Beast of Bodmin kind of thing, which was which was really popular uh, when it first kind of happened, which, uh, what was it, the Beast of Bodmin Mall? Yeah, I think that was it, which is somewhere in Cornwall. I know that was pretty popular and kind of made mainstream news, and of course you had that Enfield Haunting, which made mainstream news and kind of went blew up and went worldwide, actually. So I guess we kind of had that. Nice. Now, there's plenty of different accounts from this creature, but the prominent features is that it's bloody massive, and it has these glowing red eyes. Every account says about the eyes. It, the, the size varies and stuff like that. They all say it's humanoid. Everyone agrees on the eyes. Now, all the real wildlife they've tried to compare it to just doesn't even come close. So I'll leave it down to you on what you believe. Sometimes, when there's enough reports, it's got to stand for something though, right? There is enough of theory coming out of cryptids, uh, fandom, and that's cryptids with a Z. Now I'll give it to it. This site was actually really informative and where I got most of the information from this episode. Um, and while we're on it, I guess I'll do a disclaimer. I got most of the information from wikipedia.com, uh, wikipedia.org, sorry, and cryptidsfandom.com. So there we go. I'm done. I'm being professional for a change, okay? <laughs> so uh, the TNT plant had been polluting the local area and th this is a fact like the area was the most polluted in point pleasant now the whole theory is that some kind of animal no one knows for sure what what it could have been or anything like that but was potentially born there and grew up uh, evolving and mutating over time into what we know as the mothman but to me it all just sounds a bit quick right now the tnt plant was obviously from world war ii and i mean jesus the first sighting was in 1966 so when you look at the world war it, it was in 1939 i believe to like the 40s when it ended like i could be completely wrong i'm pretty sure i'm terrible with figures i'm good at memorizing figures uh, i just okay that doesn't make sense i just didn't listen in school clearly so yeah i just can't quite comprehend that in those 20 or 20 or so years that some creature got kind of like supercharged and radiated to shit and became the mothman like i can't see it happening it would make more sense to try and pin the blame on a bird or something like that, but you can't because this thing is ripped. This definitely ain't no bird. Like, Jesus, I don't know a bird that has pecs and abs, man. <laughs> now, I also found a bit more information on that first sighting with the couples. They, uh, after they kind of saw it, they obviously got scared and decided to get the hell out of there, which is a pretty rational thought pan. I would be getting the hell out of there too. Now, they said this creature was seven to eight foot tall and could fly and it could overtake the car, keeping up with it easy and, in fact, getting past the car. So when it was given chase down Highway 62 in Point Pleasant, they believed the creature exceeded a speed of 100 miles per hour. Now, they know this because they were doing 90 and the, the thing managed to over... We call it a thing, but the Mothman managed to overtake and land in front of them. Now, that is terrifying. 
Imagine bombing it down the road going 100 with a 7 foot dude flying right above you. You know what? I'd be done. I'd just give up and let it take me because if it doesn't, apparently it's just a bad omen anyway. So what have I got to lose? If that doesn't kill me, something else is going to right now. So great. Because, yeah, I mean, if you see that, it's it's just bad news. You're either going to... The Mothman's either going to get you or something else is going to happen. And it's just going to suck. It's just bad news. So you see this creature. It's just... There's no wins. So what can we really say about this creature? All the sightings sound concise and tight, but everyone seems to say the same thing. Humanoid, tall, ripped, big wings, glowing, glowing red eyes, like a Venomoth on steroids. Any Pokemon fans out there know what I'm saying? Surely by just the sheer amount of sightings, it's got to be real, right? How can so many people be wrong? With so many officials trying to pass it off as a crane or a bar now or something like that. Fair enough, the crane was a redhead. It was tall and had a big wingspan, but it's skinny, like so skinny. You, There's definitely, like if I saw that flying at me, I would be like, okay, that bird's a bit weird. It's got a red head and it's pretty big, but I'm going to see the body and be like, okay, well, it's skinny. It's not going to do me any damage. And all the sightings were saying it's a human body and a large one at that. So if we put that into perspective, a human body who is seven foot uh, to possibly eight foot is going to weigh a few hundred pounds, right? And the amount of thrust it would need to fly will be a hell of a lot. So the wingspan is going to have to be ridiculous. Which again, would make sense for the tremendous speed it could fly at. So I'm thinking it probably is a 20 foot wingspan. I'm saying like 10 foot on each wing. So that is, that's a terrifying thought. Imagine being bashed by like a 10 foot wing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the Mothman has actually ever killed anyone. Or I know people have seen a lot of sightings, but they all managed to get away. So, hmm. Interesting thought. Was it even human though? Because that's what scares me. Like the paranormal is all well and good, but people scare me. They're unpredictable and a bomb of emotions. So imagine if this thing was human and it knew what you were like and hunted you down, man. Like it had intelligent thought of like a human. Like that's scary. So you run into a building or something like that and like a person is going to think, okay, there's only one more exit. Who's going to come out the back? Imagine a cryptid with real intelligent cognitive thought. That's horrifying, man. That is literally nightmare fuel. Uh, or was he just a figment of your imagination? Was it just a bad omen because of these disasters going around at the time at the hype of the Mothman? Well, whatever you believe, it's definitely done the town of Point Pleasant really well. They seem to be doing remarkably well, actually, with all the tourism and perky butt statues in the town. Was it all fixed from the start? Did they plan this tourism hike all the way back then? We'll never know, but man, I love the Mothman. He's a badass dude, and I hope he's doing well, wherever the hell he is. He is iconic and has just produced such a kind of cult phenomena. And I know there has been films, a lot of kind of indie films coming out and these really terrible horror films coming out about it. And it's just iconic, like, he's just a cool looking dude. And I've been looking at like artwork, I'll probably post the Instagram. And of course, none of the artwork's mine. I'll credit the people who actually made it because I'm terrible and not creative at all. But it's really interesting and the whole phenomena is amazing. So I hope you guys really enjoyed the Mothman. He is iconic. And I know he lost the poll against the Wendigo, but I, I was really excited about doing the episode. So I thought I had to put him up again. And you know what? I'm glad he kicked Loch Ness's ass because Loch Ness is cool and all that, but I really don't think we'd find out that much about it because to me it just seems so improbable about Loch Ness in this tiny little lock up in Scotland because 
This creature is said to be huge, right? Logically, there's no way it could be in there. I know there's probably thousands of theories of how it got there, or it's hiding underground, or the earth is hollow and there's creatures in there or some shit. But I don't know. No one's going to know until we get down there. And you can't get down there because it's crazy. <laughs> So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. The Mothman is amazing, and there's so much information about him out there, which is just incredible. And with the museum and festival, there's, they are definitely going to be on my bucket list. It just, it looks wild. So whenever the kind of travel restrictions lift up, I definitely want to go to the States, and I definitely want to go to West Virginia. Not only because I want to sing country roads in West Virginia, but the Mothman's there, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> So if you have any stories about the Mothman yourself or know anyone who has stories, get in touch with me on the socials, which of course you know by now. It's The Haunted Show pretty much everywhere, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and of course the email is thathauntedshow at gmail.com. Wherever you like, I'll probably be there. I'm always on my phone, so, or it's always near me, so it'd be great to hear from you. And of course, if you learned anything from this episode, then it looks like my new job title as a folklorist is in effect, and I'm due a promotion. So if you could let the old Mothman know, I'll take private healthcare and a company vehicle too. That'll be great. Take care out there in this wild world. Have a great week. Stay safe, stay spooky, and good night.